When patients need to interact with you, are you giving them the best experience? Nice CX1 is a proven customer experience platform with patient engagement solutions that make it easy for patients to schedule their own appointments, pay bills, refill prescriptions, and more. Simplify administrative systems with a solution that integrates seamlessly with your electronic health record system to manage all voice and digital patient interactions all in one place. Learn more at nice.com slash healthcare. This is Chanel Bunger with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, and I am recording live from the Becker's 20th Annual Spine, Ortho, and Pain Management ASC Conference. And I am sitting with Dr. Buzz Tarbox and Andrew Lovell. Andrew is the CEO of the Columbia Orthopedic Group, and Dr. Tarbox is the president. Thank you both for joining me. And uh, could you take a moment and introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about your background? I'll start with you, Dr. Tarbox. Well, thank you for uh, for having us here. We're excited to be here on this podcast. Um, I'm Dr. Bus Tarbox. I've been in practice 22 years at the Columbia Orthopedic Group. I do sports medicine. Uh, and have been active in our leadership of our group for majority of my career and and look forward to the future as we move forward into into healthcare. Uh, we're a group of, um, at the end of this year, we'll have 27 uh, surgeons. Uh, we're currently recruiting, have guys coming in, will be joining us here during the rest of this calendar year. Um, we have so specially in, in through all the aspects of uh, orthopedics, uh, we have multiple ancillaries um, in our group. Andrew? My name is Andrew Lovewell. I'm the CEO of Columbia Orthopedic Group. I've been with our group about five years, uh, first in the ASC space, running our surgery center and and doing a massive expansion project there to bring total joints to the outpatient space. We are a 90,000 square foot uh, building to add on to what Bus was saying. Um, 27 docs in the group uh, actively right now that we're bringing on board. And then we hope to be up to 30 plus by the end of next year. Perfect. Thank you so much for those introductions. And what are you most excited about currently? I'll start with you, Andrew, this time. I think the thing that kind of excites me the most right now is the um, opportunity for private practice groups out there in the marketplace uh, for the pendulum to swing back the other way. So right now you see private equity continuing their onslaught into the orthopedic space and MSK market. But eventually you're going to have docs who get to the point where they're fed up with hospital employment, the PE route, and they're going to come back into the private practice route. So the thing that I'm most excited about is what does that look like? That that three-year post-acquisition for these groups that have sold for them to go, wait a second, this isn't what I signed up for. And then we can come back around and, and bring them back to the light. Yeah, I think I, uh, just to, to add to that, you know, it's I'm, I'm the physician side of things. It's all about taking care of the patient. That's why we went into medicine. That's why we exist. That's why Becker's is here. It's all about taking care of the patient. Although this is a business conference, how to do it more efficiently and more profitable. But at the at the very onset, the whole foundation is patient care. When we see all these other uh, obstacles and barriers coming into the into the marketplace, PE and the the advancement of insurance companies now being the providers and owning the providers. These are all big obstacles that are coming at us. And, and I think we lose the that first tenant of patient care. And that's what I'm most excited about. And that's what we have to battle with as we move towards the future. Yeah, definitely. Getting back to mission-driven, patient-centered care and 
Moving forward, what issues are you spending most of your time on today? And I'll start with you, Dr. Popart. Well, as uh, Andrew said, uh, we have a, a growth model in our group right now locally. Uh, we've reached out to the regional uh, practices in our area to see if we can consolidate and, and, and move together in some form of fashion for scale and, and overhead reduction just by the use of scale. And, and we all work together and consolidate in this fashion. That's not only just in our local regional market, but maybe beyond state borders, what we're looking at doing. I think that is what we're spending our time in trying to figure out how this roll-up looks. There's multiple examples of this across the country. I think where we live in in the middle part of the, you know, the flyover states in, in mid-America, it looks a little different than what may happen on the East Coast or the West Coast or in the Northwest or wherever. Yeah, I think, you know, 100% agree with that. The, the big things that are out there is we're, we're all fighting to control the healthcare dollar, you know, 20% of the GDP is spent on healthcare. Um, the pay providers that are in the space are trying to dictate what we can and can't do on top of that. You know, there's margin compression that's continued to happen from Medicare squeezing professional revenues. You know, they've boosted ASCs barely, um, but the cost of supplies, salaries, wages, and benefits and everything else just keeps going up. So, you know, something's got to give. I, I, wrote about that in April with an article with Beckers, but really it comes down to like-minded individuals kind of finally saying, you know what, enough's enough. We, we have to come back, you know, to reality, get together, figure out how we can actually scale and get economies of scale. So we can say, you know what, this makes sense, you know, and it, and it doesn't have to be just orthopedics or musculoskeletal care. You, you can bring multiple groups together um, through divisional models or mergers or anything else like that to where you can all win. And that's really the the magic pill to me is just saying, you know what, let's all be honest and transparent and work together to fix this issue because it's not going to go away. It's going to get more um, serious as time goes on. Yes, definitely. Everyone needs healthcare and with reimbursement staying flat and costs going up, something's got to give. But moving forward, in your opinion, what will the most successful spine ortho or ASC leaders need to be successful in the next two to three years? I think the the key to success for the ASC administrators or, or CEOs is making sure that there's internal alignment. Um, you know, the values have to be aligned. We're facing a massive critical shortage that's going to get worse for anesthesia um, scrub techs are now in our market. Scrub techs is a two-year degree. It used to be just a certificate. Um, so we've, we've linked in the timeline to actually get quality staff in the door. You know, the margins getting thinner. So what cases do you do? You got to be more selective on certain issues that come up in your ASC. On top of that, do you have, you know, what do you have in your ASC? Is it outpatient total joints? Is there a way to get outpatient total joints? Do you have any spine cases that exist today that could be shifted to your ASC? And then you have to communicate actively with your physician leaders or physician owners um, in the ASC space. I think uh, I think that's, that's correct. And I, th I believe that the future, and this is speaking from the physician side, the future is we have to embrace change. Physicians are horrible about that. I just want to come in, see my patients and go home and, and pay me what I'm worth. Problem is change is happening and physicians have not been good about embracing that change. That's why we see insurance companies now becoming the providers and the, and the denial of care and the prior offs and now owning the physicians. 
that that's the problem because physicians have not embraced that change, have not been flexible. The leader of the future will need to be strong leadership at the top to guide the physicians. And Andrew, as a CEO, can 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 run the ship. The physician leaders will have to guide our partners and the other physicians in the area to embrace this change and to accept that it's not the way it used to be. And we can't just live on the old, well, this is how we've always done it. That's a, that is a failure comment. The, the, the comment for success is let's go make the change. Let's, let's go push, push the blocks in the area that we need to be so that we can remain successful and stay independent as the, when the pond flips one more time and the PE second bite occurs and it flips back, we'll be in the position now to be in the lead during that, that change. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Tarbox and Andrew, thank you so much for joining me today live at the 20th annual spine ortho and pain management ASC conference. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.